Hey, this is Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... Hi, this is Danny Nodin from Shadowside. I'll be with you guys today. It's great to be chatting to you today. Can you give us a bit of information on the new Shadowside album, and what can we expect from your latest release? This is very much like uh, the ongoing thing that we had with the Inner Monster Out album, that's our previous album. We kept on going with that same kind of songwriting, very heavy, very in-the-face kind of music, you know, but this time we we kind of went a little bolder, I would say, because we tried a few things that I don't think we would have had the guts to try a few years ago, because... That worked very well with the Inner Monster album. We we just wrote whatever we felt like we should. And this time we felt that we owed it to, to ourselves and to our fans to just do whatever we wanted because it, it always turns out authentic, you know. So the, the guitar riffs are very heavy and we try to improve the melodies, I would say, on this one, because we felt we needed more choruses. We always had catchy melodies and and all that. We always had a priority uh, with the melodies, but this time we tried to work on them even harder. Um, So it's a really interesting mix of both extremes. It's very heavy and and has a lot of energy, but it's also very musical. We try to to keep that balance a lot. And uh, I think everybody is going to be very surprised because actually we were. We we did things we would not expect. You know, I tried to, to use some percussive vocals but at the same time I sang a lot more than, than I used to and I used my voice in ways that I had never used before so some people are going to to find that that it's the evolution of the Monster out I would say but some people will also connect this album with our previous materials it's it's very interesting for us because we managed to find a way to to kind of put everything that we have done before in in the way that we played the Inner Monster Out album. So um, it, it's it's a little bit for everyone that follows Shadowside for a while, and it's a very good way to introduce Shadowside to new people because this is very much us. This is exactly what we were trying to achieve since day, since day one. And uh, I think it has a little bit for everyone. If you like extreme metal, if you like heavy stuff like like i don't know like those, those melodic death metal bands like like um arch enemy or so you work in flames you'll find something there but if you're more into traditional stuff like power metal or hard rock you you also find something there because we have all these different influences in the band and uh, magnus uh, our, our new bass player he he brought some very interesting influences as well to our sound because he used to play in Hammerfall. So we come, the three of us that, that were in the band before, we come from a more modern way of thinking metal because we are very much into the, these new, that, that new Swedish wave, you know, mm-hmm. of, of metal. And uh, he was more into the, into the traditional stuff. So it was a challenge for him and it was a challenge for us, you know. So I think... It shows in the album that that we challenged ourselves, and it's very organic. Everything is very authentic. So um, I think I'm, everyone's gonna gonna be pleased. I'm very eager to to show it to everyone. So we we showed a little bit of what we have coming, but 
it has a lot of variety in the album. We have some some slower stuff, but very heavy, and some faster stuff as well. So it's it's a very dynamic album. What's actually influenced your songs? Is it real life, fiction, or a bit of both? This time it was very much real life. Um, we have songs about depression. That that part is very specific for me because I went through a hugely dark period during the the the, the songwriting of this album, and uh, it's not something that that I talk about much. But I think it's important that people know, especially because they won't understand very much the lyrics if I don't say it but the album turned out very dark because we were all going through difficult periods uh, everyone had the stuff going on in our, in our uh, personal lives that that really influenced the album both both sound wise and lyric wise I would say and it's very interesting because when I read now the lyrics that I wrote back then like one year ago I would say uh, this is very interesting because this is not my, my my mind frame right now but I like it even more because it gives me an insight of what I was going through in the period I ended up writing all the lyrics but the, the guys give their input as well they always give their opinions on on the subjects and how, how everything is going but we wrote uh, I wrote about uh, a lot about depression and overcoming that. So our first video is for a song called Alive that's going to be released very soon. Mm -hmm. And uh, the video shows four different survival stories because that was what's going what was going on in my mind at that time. It was very much thoughts of death and having no point to live, you know. And uh, it became very clear when when I was playing at shows and I was feeling nothing. So it came to a point that I actually needed, needed medical help. And when I started getting that help, I wrote that song alive. And uh, everything else in, in the record is very much about people's moral values, uh, the duality of everyone. We all have the good and bad in us. And usually whatever good we do, we don't do it with the sole purpose of doing good. You know, we, we are always thinking of ourselves in one way or another. Yeah. When we do something bad, sometimes there's a positive side to that. So it's very much about the, all the shades of gray, you know, that that's that's there in, in human and in moral values. And I also wrote about a disaster that happened here in Brazil. It, it's called the Mariana Dam disaster. It, it happened in a city that, that was very much focused in mining. And uh, one of the dams destroyed the entire city. So it was very much about power and greed. And that's something that's going on in our country right now. Yeah. The, the entire politics system is completely drowned in corruption and destroying everything for the sake of power and money. So that's a song that specifically specifically talks about that disaster, but it fits very well into what we are experiencing right now in our country with politics and probably in lots of places in the world. And I talked a lot about human feelings, both good and bad. If I was totally new to Shadow Side, which two songs would you play me to introduce me to your band? Um, the first one would be probably Angel with Horns because that was that was the one that set us on the path, I would say. And the other one would be Habitual. 
are your plans, festival and tour-wise, for 2017? Uh, we plan to release the album probably in July, and then we are going to start with the tour plans. We are hoping for, for tours right after that. I don't know exactly what we're going to do yet, but uh, we do plan on touring a lot because... Everything that we have built so far was built on stage, you know. We are, were always meant to be a live band, so we always try to, to write the songs, focus on that as well. And uh, we always think of songs that would sound great live. You know? we, we are not very much that, that kind of studio band that would write a song that we wouldn't be able to perform or, or would have to to perform quietly, you know, in order to pay attention. So we always try to, to emphasize that, emphasize that, the, the, the live thing, the, the live feel. So it would make, make no sense for us not to play on live very much with this album, especially because we love it so much. Of course we love it, we, we just finished it, but uh, it really is our favorite so far. And uh, last time we played over 60 shows, with the inner monster out so i do believe believe that that we're going to play hopefully more with this one and especially because we're going to have magnus with us that guy is so full of energy that we have to play with him <laughs> <laughs> so is he living in sweden or has he moved over to brazil he's living in sweden but uh we don't play that much in brazil we did play a lot back then when we were playing with the inner monster out but usually we play as as a tour you know we we organize the sequences of shows so it's going to make no difference that he's based in sweden and we are here because he can just come over for for like a period of two weeks or a month and then we'll play here and then go somewhere else so it made sense for us now when we were recording the inner monster out album or bass player back then he moved to italy and that caused him to not be in the band anymore because back then we didn't have that structure that possibility mm -hmm. And now that we started working on that tour scheme, that we don't depend that much on one-off shows, now we are able to, to do that kind of thing. And it made sense because we recorded in Sweden anyway, so it, it works. You know, it works very well because he's willing to come here. He loves Brazil and we really like Sweden as well, so it works perfectly. And um, that guy, he, he's willing to tour everywhere, so... If we say today, hey, let's go to the UK and let's play, he's going to do it, smile on his face, you know. So so he's just perfect for us because he loves the, the stage just as much as we do. And um, he has no problem with coming here for one month, two months. I know you've played London in the UK. Are you hopeful yeah. to hopefully team up with another band and actually do a full tour of the UK? Would that be like a dream come true for you guys? Very much so, yeah. We did play a few other shows with Wasp in 2010, but uh, we did miss a few shows because we had problems with our visa. We didn't know we needed visas back then. Mm -hmm. And uh, then when we played London, we already we were already aware of it, so we got it in advance, so we had no problems. But we did miss a few uh, a few shows in the UK because of that. It did. We did get it pretty quickly but it was the weekend so we missed like two or three shows and i'd love to play a full a full uk tour because i've been there on vacation i love it i absolutely love the people i love the the, the countries and uh 
it would definitely be a dream come true. You know, I learned English by talking to Scottish people, <laughs> and uh, and I I just love the mood there. You know, people are so friendly, and uh, and the places are so beautiful. So definitely, definitely, is, that's in the plans. That'd be brilliant. So, what can we actually expect from a Shadow Side live show? A lot of energy <laughs> that you can count on, especially now because everyone is so in tune with each other. You know, we we are making plans for for what we want want to do uh, with our live set, and uh, definitely the, the 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 new show is going to be based on the new album. But we are also going to play some stuff from from the previous albums. Because they they now are more interesting for us because we are playing them the way we would have recorded them now, and uh, we actually re recorded two songs from the Dare to Dream album just to just as a as, as some fun just to see what they would sound like, and uh, they turned out so differently. It's the same song, but so much more mature, I would say. And I think that's going to, to be reflected live. So we are expecting a lot of energy, a lot of power on stage. We are very excited to play. And uh, it's, been, it's been a long time. Our last show was in 2014 here in Brazil. Wow. And our last European tour was 2013. So it's been way too long. And uh, I think people are going to notice how anxious, how eager we were to, to be back on stage. I don't know if we're going to play the full album on, on the show, but definitely the best ones, the, the ones that people like the most, we are going to play. And maybe we'll even let them choose a few songs. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. Of course, you've toured with Halloween, I Maiden and Wasp, to name but a few. Which moment from those tours stands out the most? like right away it's hard not to be biased and say our maiden because there was a dream come true especially because we were supposed to play with them in 2009 and unfortunately we got cancelled on that show because it was an open air concert and there was a very heavy rain in the middle of their sound check so they were forced to remove everything from the stage and resume sound check by the time we were supposed to play and their management they tried to postpone everything like two hours later so we could play but the, the police didn't allow them because of public transport so nobody had the choice not to cancel us you know their management mr mr smallwood he was very nice to us he was really a gentleman and and he said look i tried my best not to not to cancel you guys i tried everything i'm very sorry and we, we will remember you and that stuck in my mind and in 2011 they did invite us again you know so it was something that i never expected from rock stars mm -hmm. you know we you you always expect the rock star not to care about anybody that's that's the image that we always have but that's not what happened with iron Maiden. you know they did remember us and they did they did publish something about us on that show because we were asked to play with them in 2009 like three days before the concert so nobody had time to promote anything and when we did promote it like two days before the concert and we didn't actually play lots of people accused us of lying Really? Lots of people started saying, you guys were lying. You said you would play, you'd play with Iron Maiden and we knew you guys were lying. And we were like, 
Fantastic. Now our career is over because we have no proof. Nobody announced anything because there, there was no time. But then Mr. Smallwood, he posted on the Iron Maiden website saying that Shadowside had to be canceled. He, he actually mentioned our name and said, unfortunately, we had to be canceled because of the, the rain. So basically, Iron Maiden saved our career and then they gave us another chance to play with them in Rio de Janeiro for like 10,000 people. It was amazing being on the same stage with probably the most legendary band in the world was was just a dream come true you know everything was awesome with with halloween wasp gamma ray uh, metallium everybody we played with was was always very 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 much fun very smooth everything went well everybody treated us very well the fans were excellent. We got a chance to to experience a lot more with bands that, that have been doing this a lot longer than us. But Iron Maiden <laughs> is just something that that, that was beyond our dreams. Integrity, you know? yeah. Something See. that we used to listen to when we were kids, you know. So it's, it's basically something that we would never expect in our wildest dreams. And it's something that if we had mentioned it when we first started the band, when we were teenagers, everybody would have made, would have made fun of us. So <laughs> it was just unbelievable. Metal music seems to be in your blood. Was it an easy decision to be a singer rather than playing an instrument in the band? Yeah, yeah, it was because I'm very lazy. <laughs> I don't like to practice and I did try to play guitar I do play a little bit of piano but I do hate to sit down and practice an instrument it's just I just don't have the discipline for it so singing was of course it takes a lot of practice as well but everybody can sing even if they're singing wrong you know you can't play a guitar wrong and actually have fun with it because you hear it sounds like crap but if you sing along to a track you actually feel like you're singing well you know you, you can at least make a sound so practicing singing was fun for me so it made sense for me it was something that i enjoyed so it was just a natural path for me because the guitar, I would pick it up for like half an hour, my fingers would hurt, and, and then I would just just leave it behind, you know, and I would try it for a week, and then the, the week after, I just wouldn't pick it up again. And I do have a guitar right here next to me, and I can play more than a few chords until, until this day. So <laughs> it was very much lack of discipline. And... I used to enjoy singing. I used to sing along to, to the tracks, to, to the Skid Row tracks that you, uh, I would you listen on the radio. And um, it was just fun. Uh, I had no intention of becoming a singer when I started singing. It was just something that, that came naturally because I was enjoying the songs. Just like we sing along in a concert, you know. So when I started doing it a little bit better, I started singing karaoke's and stuff like that you know and some people started saying you actually have a, a decent voice and uh, i started considering considering it more seriously and then i started a band just to have fun and it became very clear that, that there was something i was passionate about and it wasn't just something that, uh, that i was doing because i enjoyed the songs it, it became actually something that i couldn't live without so it was 
just just it just naturally came you know i thought about playing a lot of instruments but none of them stuck i thought of being a drummer actually my first plan was being a drummer and a singer and people were like are you insane <laughs> i was like no there's a guy in brazil that, that that does that he was actually my my role model back then and uh and then i decided that i won't have the the discipline to to actually learn how to play drums, so so I stuck with singing. That was easier for me. <laughs> cool. You mentioned Skid Row. They're like my favorite band ever. Um, what's your favorite Skid Row song then? Uh, Slave to the Grime. Really? No question about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the album that that I grew up listening to, and that song was like the. the everything that i wanted to hear back then you know i was a very rebel teenager mm. with a lot of held back anger yeah for no reason basically for no reason <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the reality but that song was very much where i channeled my my anger to and uh i loved all the songs that that were on the album but slave to the grind the, the song itself was was my, my number one song i, I still love it I still listen to to the whole Slave to the Grand album and and I still love it. Cool. My favorite's You've Gone Wild. That's just before Slave to the Grind. Um, on yeah. yeah, I love Skid Row. Um, I've actually met Sebastian back a few times as well. He's like my hero. I did an interview with him, and I'm surprised I got through it without mucking it up. I was like, oh, so nervous. <laughs> um, yeah, he's one of my favorite singers. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I love that, guy, that guy's voice. And I saw him play in the United States with his solo show. And, well, his voice is simply amazing. Still, nowadays, his voice is awesome. Totally. Sort of similar question then. Is there a song you really love written by someone else that you wish you'd ha actually written? There are, there are many songs. I think Strange from Guns N' Roses is a song that inspired me a lot and I wish I'd, I had written. But there are also some more modern songs that I like very much. For example, I like Storytime from, from Nightwish. I wasn't very much into Nightwish until recently because I love, of course, Tarja is a great singer, but, but I think the the direction they took when they started doing more and I, I, I don't know if you'd if you'd call it pop you know because it's very heavy it's still very heavy but i liked the direction that they took a little bit more when when she left mm -hmm. but i do love her voice and uh i i like very much some of the inflamed songs so there was, uh, it's a very hard question because if I start to think about it, there are a lot of songs that I wish I would have written. And I try to bring that a little bit to Shadowside, but with my own thing, with with our own flavor, you know. So you hear some influences from Inflamed, from Rammstein, from Nightwish, from Guns N' Roses, from Skid Row. And um, I think that's that's a huge mix. That, that we try to incorporate in Shadowside Sound with our own thing. So I think if I had written a song like Estranged, it wouldn't have sound, sounded like that. So I don't know if I really wish that I had written it because it wouldn't have been as good as I think it is. You know, maybe some people would like it. Maybe some people would like it more or I don't know exactly what people would think. But that that's one song that i find absolutely perfect if i was totally new to heavy metal 
which two albums would you give me to introduce me to this whole scene? In Flames, uh, I think one of my favorite albums from them is one that, that, that really stuck to me. It was Rewrote to Remain and um, Holy Diver from Dio. Oh, awesome choice. give one piece of advice to someone trying to start up a band what would it be just be passionate about it 
sometimes we start things uh, thinking of being successful so we try to copy what other people are doing and uh, that's exactly how our st I started out I started out trying to be my favorite bands and most people start out like that you know and uh, that doesn't really work because then you don't you don't really succeed because you're doing your own thing there's nothing wrong with that you know if you really want to be sound like someone but I think it's 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 a better way for for bands to succeed to find their own thing you know even though you are influenced by other bands you always be influenced by other bands there's no way around that because you grow up listening to that kind of stuff and then it kind of ingrains in you so there's no way to run from your influences but do try to find your personality and don't worry if people are going to like it or not because in the end if you like what you're doing if you like your music you find people that will like it too because there's always people that that have similar tastes to to our own and uh you find your space there's room for everybody you know and there's no need for us to compete with other bands there's no need for us to 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 try to screw with other bands in order to succeed and there's no reason for us to not do exactly what we want to do with our music because that's in the end is our is, is your art is your heart in it and uh if you if you do something just in order for people to like it and then they don't like it you'll end up frustrated because you're not going to do what you wanted and people are not going to like it anyway so it doesn't matter so just do things that you do like and if people love it awesome if they don't you created something that you'll be proud of for for your entire life. So just love what you do and do what you love, basically. I know it sounds very cliche, but, but it's true. You know, that things started working for us when we started doing that, when we started being a little selfish, I would say. And uh, some people would say that we don't care about what fans think, but that's not true. I think we are very respectful of fans' opinion exactly because of that, because we don't try to fool them by writing songs that we know they want to hear. We write songs that we love, and we just hope that they will love it too. And it shows on stage. Everybody can see that we love what we are playing. So, so I think everybody can find their their space, their niche when they are doing exactly what they love, and uh, basically just just enjoy the whole ride. You know, don't don't think very much about the end result, the 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 end of the road because there's no end actually. You, you you always think I want to be a rock star, I want to tour the world, but really, what's the limit? When I was doing my first world tour i was like wow this is this is it i made it and two years later i was doing something bigger so just just dream big you know do it step by step but dream big believe in yourself also it sounds cliche but but it's very true you know if you don't believe in yourself nobody will can you tell me why we should listen to shadow side why because we are just insanely into that music and <laughs> i know if you listen to it you feel it you feel the energy someone said something to me a few days ago when they heard the sample of a song called what if that's going to be on the new album as well the guy he he doesn't understand english so he wouldn't understand the words that, that we were singing about so he said shadow side plays to your soul 
And I thought that was very interesting because that's that's exactly what we feel when we are playing. So it, it was awesome that somebody felt it felt it as well. And I think that would be the main reason to listen to Shadowside. It's very honest music. I don't say it just to 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 sound nice or anything like that, but it, it really is very honest. It, if nobody buys the album, we are still going to love it nonetheless. So it's it's definitely music to the soul. If you don't, if you do like that kind of music, if you like heavy riffs, you may not you may not like everything, of course, but you will feel the passion. And can you describe the mood in Shadowside today? It's. It couldn't be better, really. We have decided ever since the the Animal Al- album that everybody will write songs. So I think the the difference between uh, these last two now we are about to release our fourth album. So album three and album four sound so so much better than number one and two because we started including everybody in the band, and this time. It went beyond. Everybody wrote songs, basically. And on the name Monster Out, everybody wrote arrangements, and everybody gave ideas. And we would never stop working in the in, in the songs before everybody was pleased with them. And uh, this time, actually, everybody wrote songs. It was the first time our drummer Fabio uh, wrote a song for us. And he he always tried to write before, but he would never come up with a with a complete song. And we ended up none of us actually come up with complete songs. We always finish them together. But back then in the Inamosal album, we already had like twelve songs that were pretty much finished. So we didn't have time to work on his song, and it was very frustrating for me because that guy has been the longest in the band. Uh, besides me, I've been since day one in the band, but he's been there since the first album. You know, he joined the band just just a few months after we released our first demo. So I consider Fabio a founding member of Shadowside. You know, even though you're not going to hear his name officially in the first lineup, but I do consider Fabio a founding member because he was there in the first album, and he's an essential part of the band nowadays. I don't think Shadowside would sound the same without him. So it was awesome to finally have a song that he wrote on the album. And uh, it's very interesting because a few friends of ours, they heard the song and they said, this is very different from from what you guys have done, but it still sounds like Shadowside. And uh, I was proud, you know, I was proud to, to, to finally feature songs from everybody in the band even magnus that just joined us you know so so it was very much a band thing even more than the previous album so we are all very much into into this album the the mood in the band just couldn't be better everybody gets along we don't fight you know we used to fight a lot back then and back when we started touring but i think as we grew a bit older we started understanding each other a little better so we nowadays we manage to discuss about songs for hours before we finally reach a point that everybody's happy and that's that's no reason for any anybody to argue so it's everything is very light in the band you know it's very easy to work with this band I did have uh, other bands before that, that, that we that that I used to get along very well with people as well but they were bands that 
that people didn't have that much discussion into the songs. Usually it's one or two people writing in the band. So we didn't know if that would work, but we thought there would be no, no other way for us because if it's a true band and not just Danny's project or Raphael's project or Fabio's project or Magna's project, you know, if it's a band, everybody should have a say. And we didn't know if that would work out because it's very hard to coordinate four different opinions in in one band, especially when we come from such different backgrounds. Or, or drummer, he likes old school trash metal like like Slayer and, and stuff like that. And uh, halfway, I like Spantera. I like modern stuff like Rammstein and Magnus is very much into power metal and and other kind of stuff like like his solo album the world changes is very much jazz and folk music so we all have very different backgrounds coordinating that is always very hard but in the end we end up creating something that we even us will never expect so everybody feels like they're part of it and we are all proud of it and on stage that that's gonna show as well because it was very much a team effort. It couldn't be more of a team effort, even if we tried. Any final words for your fans and our listeners? Just wait for the album. It's going to be it's going to be worth it. And uh, I hope to see all of you on tour. I had a wonderful time in the UK. Every time I went there, I went to London on the holidays, and I absolutely loved it. I want to go there again. I want to go to to everywhere in the UK because. I always felt very welcome there, and um, I just want to see everybody on tour. I can't wait. It's been way too long. I know I hate planes, but I do like when I get there, so <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, and I hope you guys enjoy the album. If you haven't heard the, the sample of What If yet, just go to my Facebook or the band's Facebook. It's there on YouTube as well. It's, it's a short clip, like one minute, but it's going to give you an idea of what's coming. So I hope you enjoy it. And soon we have the new video out as well for, for the song Alive. It's uh, basically, it's a short movie. So it's not going to be just a music video. We actually made a movie out of it and it's 10 minutes long. The song is like six minutes long, but, but we had the, the film going on as well. So we can't wait to release it and to show it to everybody. And I hope you enjoy it just as much as we do. We look forward to seeing you guys on tour. Hey everyone, this is Danny from Shadowside and you are listening to the Metal Gods Meltdown. Yeah.